right, so we have entered the question portion of our show. So the first question we have this week is, how do you maintain friendships when life seems all about the kids? So I will say it is hard. It depends on whether your friends have kids or your friends are not. Let me take that back. It depends on if your friends have kids or if your friends are single. So I will say that I did learn a lot about my friendships when I had kids because I don't have the time that I used to have. I don't have time to just bullshit on text or Instagram or Facebook or any of those social media sites. And I also don't have the time to go out. Now that changes as your kids get older, but I think you have to try to find the time once your kids are old enough to enjoy doing things with your friends, whether it's a small drink or going to get crab legs or lunch or whatever, a walk in the park, whatever it is, I think for the friendships that you truly want to maintain, you have to find time to cultivate them. And you also have to realize that some people are just going to fall by the wayside. Like that's just legitimately what happens. Everybody can't, identify with what you're going through until they're going through it. And if it's a truly valuable friendship, then you will know that through their interaction. And I will say that I was very fortunate with friends that I had who they were very close to my kids and wanted to see my kids and all those things. But the other thing is not blah. But the other thing is you have to find time. If you do not find time to enjoy for yourself, and or your friendships, all of it is a waste of time. So my advice is cultivate what you believe is real. But the other thing is in relationships in life, if you are sowing into something that is not reaping you anything, that that is not something worth your time. And I think that that you going to preach today <laughs> on a Sunday. I think that that is the biggest lesson that I learned is that there were friendships that I had that I was holding on to and that I was the person keeping alive and keeping fertilized and making that relationship grow when for friendships, like any relationship with your life, like you'll be real quick to cut a man off but not the same thing that your friend do, you'll cut them off. So if you hold your relationships and your friendships at the same standard, if your friendship is netting you the same things that you want, then sow into it because hopefully you're reaping something from it. Like in the past two years, two and a half, three years, I haven't seen all my friends all the time. I haven't seen April all the time, but there are phone calls, there's text messages, shit. Now there's FaceTime and Marco Polo and all kind of other things. And you just have to figure out what works for you and your friendships. And the reality is sometimes they fall away and that is okay. And you just have to be with be okay with the ones that are not working going away. And that's my response. Um, For me, I think that I have been truly blessed with the group of friends that I have. You know, I'm she ain't want to be friends with us. I just want to let y'all know. I did not. Um, But I'm happy that I did. But for me, you know, I'm always hashtag no new friends. Like my circle <laughs> is like smaller than like a size two pair of skinny jeans. And um, <laughs> I'm blessed with the group of friends that I have because... 
I don't trust a lot of people and I feel like I have like several groups of friends. Like I have mm-hmm. my friends from college and then I have And we all and, do. And each one of my friends, like for me, I wouldn't say I have like one best friend. I feel like the friends that I have, they provide everything I need in one best friend. So like I can go to Jennifer, I can call her, I can cry, I can, like, she gonna give me my spiritual, like, get my whole life, like, a Sunday morning church cry, which I, really I appreciate her friendship, like, she'll send me, like, random scriptures, random songs, and I'm like, why you send me this song right before this meeting, now I'm gonna have to call, like, Clear Eyes and get some Visine, um, <laughs> But each one of my friends provides something different for me. And for me, over the years, I've been able to have a different type of friendship with each one of my friends. Mm-hmm. And even if I don't talk to you for yep. weeks or months at a time, I know that when I do talk to you or I do call on you, it's going to be like we talked like yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I'm so secure in my friendships that I know that if I don't have to talk to you every day, and you know me, you know? Yep. And I won't feel judged. Like if you come over to my house, like prime example, Jennifer and a couple of my friends popped over my birthday. My house was dirty. It was not. Like, when I, in my heart, I was just like, I look like, T, uh, was it TLC Hoarders? <laughs> it, it was, was like toys <laughs> and fruit snacks and Cheerios everywhere. And, you have a house with kids. That is what you're And house so about. I was just like, you know, I went to the bathroom. I cried a little bit. Like, oh my God, they're going to be like, hashtag this, this chick is dirty. But I'm like, okay, if they're my true friends. They're going to understand that it's Friday. Mm-hmm. I've been at work all day. I got two kids and a man that travels like, I'm going to be okay. Let me just go ahead and pop this bottle and eat these crab legs and I'll be good. Want to do it? But for the most part, like, I am so blessed that I have the friends that I have because for me, if I can't go, I don't feel left out. Like, I'm like, dang, I wish I could have went and, like, popped them crabs at Boogaloo's, you know? Um, but for the most part, I don't really feel like I'm losing them or people are getting closer than because I know where my friendship stands with each one of my friends. So I try to make sure I do phone calls, text messages. Like, even if I can't talk to you, like, I'm going to text you, like, hey, how's things going? If you don't respond two days later, I'm not going to get in my feelings. I'm like, hey, she ain't responding to me, but she was on Facebook posting. Like, it's like we all booked. We all busy. Like, I can't provide 100% friendship, but I can give you my best at what I can offer you because I have a family and I have a, and I have a, a fiance that is going to come before you. And yep. they all understand that. Like, April's booked up. Mm-hmm. And then when she do have time, she's going to give me her undivided attention. If you call me in the middle of the night and I'm always up because I don't go to sleep till 2.45 every night and I get up at 6.15. So Girl, if you calling about teething or whatever, I'm not going to be like, why she calls so early or why she calls so late, whatever. I'm going to answer the phone because my friendships means a lot to me. I'm the oldest gr- uh, child on both sides of my family. I don't have any older cousins. I don't have a sister or anybody that I can look up to. So I look for my girlfriends for advice. Like it wasn't, if it wasn't for like Jennifer and my crew, like Makita and Alexis and them, I would have never known how to like wear makeup. No, you're supposed to use a fork and a knife. Like (laughs) I didn't have that. Like granted, like I have my parents, but for the most part, not like an older person to wear makeup, to take me to Mac and be like, that foundation is not what it is, boo. You know, like I'm grateful for those things like that broadest you wearing. It's not that was it. not me, by the way. It wasn't. But like you have to have those type of friends. So I appreciate them. And I appreciate that I'm not always available like I can, but I can send cards. I can send text messages like, hey, it doesn't take nothing. In the beginning, I'm like, OK, I want to keep my group of friends that I have. I can't go on every single trip. Mm-hmm. I can't go to every single happy hour. But what I can let them know is that I'm still interested in this friendship. Right. And 
you know, they're going to they're gonna do the same for me. Like, like, I haven't talked to you in, like, two weeks. Or I haven't talked to you in, like, in a whole month or two months, whatever. They're not going to be upset. And I'm grateful for the friends that I have. I have no complaints. But if I look on social media and see that y'all went out and I can't go, I'm not going to be offended because I'm, like, I'm already booked. You know? And like, that's where I think I have not an issue, but I had to learn that lesson. Because I used to be the person to be like, well, why can't I be there? And I would see the things on social media or Facebook and be like, well, ugh, how can anybody do something without me? And blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. And I had to learn to be like, that's okay. That doesn't mean that people are not friends with you. Right. And that was my own insecurities at play, though. Right. Like, I, it, I had to learn that just because things are going on with outside of you doesn't mean that those people don't still love you. Right. And I, I think on the flip side, for me... I think why I do so well in that aspect is because I know that I don't have like a single best friend. I know that all my friends provide something I need from a best friend. So if I see somebody popping bottles on social media, it may be a conversation that I'm like, I go to you for certain things. I go to this person for certain things. And sometimes I need that person. You know, like sometimes you have a friend who's going to be a hype man. And I need to talk to her today because I need her to boost my head up. So I can do this, that, and the third, you right. know? And for me, I'm like, okay, well, I may not have been invited because I'm not going to be able to believe. I'm going to tell you how it is. <laughs> if your feet stink, your feet stink, Thank you know? You. So, or if you, you're wrong, I'm going to tell you wrong. I'm not the friend who's going to be like, yo, girl, he was wrong. And he did not like, nah, chick, you was wrong. Like, you should have went back. Like, you should have had that talk. Or you should have, you should wear that freaking dress for him. Like, you should have did that. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not the type of friend who's going to be like, you know what? I'm not going to bash the person. I'm going to see both sides and tell you, hey. You was wrong. Mm-hmm. And if I look on social media or somewhere and see that they're hanging out or they went on a trip, they're like, yo, I know April can't afford to go on that trip. I'm not going to be offended because I know I'm a broke hoe. Or that no. April or Jennifer or whomever don't have time. And that's okay. Yeah. So I'm not going to be offended that I didn't get invited or whatever the case may be because for me and my heart, I know where our friendship, I know the conversations right. that we've had. I know we've cried on the phone. I know that we cried in the middle of the night. So I'm okay with it. Like, I know we've spoken tongues. Ex- won't it? Sha-la-la-la-la. Like, won't he do it? So for me, I just try to make sure that each one of my friends know that, like, if I can't financially, like, I may not be able to take you on a trip. I may not be able to take you out for your birthday, but I can let you know, like, I'm here. Like, you ain't got to pay me no $35 copay for, this, for the session we about to have. But for the right. most part... I know where my friendship stands. And so if I reach out to you, friendships are important to me because that's all that I have. I don't have older cousins. I don't have any sisters or anything like that. So I try to hold on to those, especially to those people who mean the most to me. Mm-hmm. Because it's, it's priceless. You're not going to find a group of people, women or men, that's going to ride or die for you or be able to, you be able to pour your heart out to them and they're, they're not going to judge you. Amen. So, yeah. So that's how I keep my friendships, like, fresh. Um, if I can go visit you, if I can, you know, talk to you in the morning and then talk to you on my way to work, talk to you on the way to work and on the back, then ain't that a blessing? Cause that's what I have to do. I'm like, I can't, I don't have, once I get home, it's done. It's a wrap. You can't, I don't even know where my phone is. Yeah. You got me from like five to like six, 12 or eight to, for me, cause my commute is so short, eight to eight 35. Right. And if you can't get it in, then. Call it a play when I see a friend. And I think a lot of people, um, especially people who don't know where their friendships, like if I send you a text message, you don't respond, but I see you liking stuff on Facebook and I'm not going to get upset because you could be on the toilet just trying to have your life, (laughs) you know? Like you could be locked in the bathroom thinking they shit, shower, and shit. Exactly. Like I'm not going to be like, oh, I sent her a text message, but she didn't respond back, but I seen her on Instagram. Like 
I don't care. I'm happy that you're getting your life on the toilet. Mm-hmm. You know? So, yeah. yeah. Moving on to our next question. It is, knowing what you know now about being a parent, would you have done anything differently? I'll let you go first. Girl, stop. Um... I love April because she is this animated all the time. I <laughs> love you too, boo. Um, oh, we about to get real deep. Um, I probably would have gotten married prior to me having kids. Oh, we about to get deep. Yes. Should we stop drinking or should we continue? No, go ahead. Girl. Um, you know, me and Adrian have been together for nine years. We're still not married. Hashtag judge. If you want to, you tried it. But when we first got together, we, you know, we were together for four years prior to us having kids. And I was in church. I would go to church on Wednesday for regular Bible study, Thursday for women's Bible study on Sunday. And I just got to a point where I was like, you know, if God is going to give me what I'm asking for, for what I'm really asking for, I can't be shacking up with this man. And then this chick had food poisoning in the middle of the night. I was pregnant. Hashtag yes. Um, and for me, I feel like I played a role of a wife without the title and titles are nothing. Like you can get a job title without no raise, you know, you can get a title and you still not doing those duties, but I would have probably did things right. Um, but how do you think that would have changed where you are now? Like having a title as a wife doesn't change like your circumstance. It's not really the title, but I probably would have just held back on some things, you know? Um, I probably, and this is just being a hundred percent. Y'all can judge me if y'all want to. I really, this don't is care. Mark explicit. So go ahead. Um, I probably would have been like a thought in these streets <laughs> because I feel like granted, like I wasn't a virgin prior to me meeting AJ, whatever, but I probably would have just like had, I wouldn't have been so uptight. Like when we used to hang out in the club, try to be like a little goody two shoes, whatever. Like I probably would have had like a one night stand or something like, um, I don't know. I probably would have like lived a little before I like settled down. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like somebody who goes straight from high school and then they get married, go to college or whatever. And just not, I probably would have like lived my life more relaxed, not been so like cheap and like trying to hold on to every little penny mm. or whatever. Like I probably would have just had a lot of more drunken nights. Um, <laughs> I, I would have just lived a little bit more, a bit more relaxed. Like try to kind of see life, for, you know, for what it is because I can't do those things now. Right. You know, before I was like, Oh, I can't go because I have to save. Like, what was I saving for? Life. I mean life, but I mean, I spent it at Ruby Tuesdays. Like <laughs> I don't have, I don't have nothing to show for it. So, I mean, I would have probably had more fun. You know, like I probably would have waited further into like our relationship until we really had things established. And granted, even if you are like Claire Huxtable and you got a husband who's like a lawyer or whatever, like you still going to struggle unless you then came into some inheritance or whatever the case may be. Like there's always going to be. There is never extra. For your, you know, for your kids, whatever. But for me, like prior to having kids and really, really like settling down, because I've never really had like a relationship like that until I met AJ. He's like my first like real relationship other than that was just somebody i was dating maybe getting it popping you know with here or there um but like my standards would have been like you know i wouldn't know my worth you know i don't feel like by no means that i'm stuck but like there's things that i would have like prevented or like held on to or so do you think you would have waited longer to have kids in my mind in my mind 
on the on the surface to, to people, I'm like, I don't ever want to have kids. What I want, and in my mind, I just wanted like a Jetta with a Trina CD and some rims. <laughs> a silver Jetta with some tinted windows with a sunroof and a Trina CD, and I was good. I would have a briefcase and a, and a suit, and I was going to go to this. I was going to be a publicist. And I was just going to be out in these streets, not like getting and popping with dudes, but like traveling right. with my hair, you know, flat iron, you know, whipping in the sun. That was going to be me. Now I'm natural at home looking like a soccer mom. And I think I would have just took advantage of life. Before. Back in the day, I'm like, I don't want this. I don't want the white people. I'm never going to have this because I didn't think I was capable of having a family, a man who was going to be faithful to me. Um, the white picket fence. I didn't think that was possible for me. And God showed me something that was totally different. But in the back of my mind, I wanted it. Right. Like, I wanted the white picket fence. Like, I wanted to go to church on Sunday with matching outfits, you know, like mm-hmm. going on trips and things like that. I may not have it all, but I, he gave me a little bit of what I right. wanted, and I'm grateful for it. But for the most part, I would have waited. Like, in my mind, I was like, okay, I don't feel like I would jump off a roof if I found out I was pregnant at 35. Because like at thirty five, it's just like, what else are you gonna do? You gonna you gonna, oh, okay. you gonna be in boogaloos? Like, what you gonna be like? I mean, don't judge the people who are thirty five and no, boogaloo. No, I'm here. not. But and my my thirty year old self was just like, thirty is too young to have a baby. Like, you still have a lot to accomplish in my mind. Back in the day, gotcha. like I'm like, I would be okay, and I feel like it's the end of the world if I was thirty five having a baby. But when I was thirty having a baby, I felt like it was a done deal. Like Judgment Day was here. It showed up. <laughs> The Grim Reaper was here like, go ahead and run me that check. <laughs> so I just I just wasn't ready. Like, I would have been like, I would have traveled more. Mm-hmm. I can't even say that I would have saved more because I would have spent all my money on happy hour. Like, going to Puerto Rico, <laughs> going to Miami. I'm not even going to lie. Like, I would have just been, like, irresponsible. I would have right. taken more risks. Like, the business ventures that I want to try, mm-hmm. I feel like now – I do feel like I'm trapped in the closet. Like, I can't try those things as right. a mom because I have to make sure that I have daycare every Friday. Yeah. Like, I have to make sure that there's school closing, there's ballet, and there's soccer, and there's baseball, and there's these special project and teacher appreciation things. I feel like um, I can't do those things now because I have mm-hmm. a kid. But, yeah, I would have just, I would have probably been, like, out hanging out the whole time. I would have wore a half top or two, you know, um, <laughs> probably dyed my hair. You know, a couple times, couple times, you know, but now I feel like I can't do that. I know there's my mom like, girl, you could dye your hair. You can get a short haircut. You can still open a business or whatever. But where I am right now, I'm like, nah, I just got to play a safe. I make sure this daycare paid on Friday, you know? So I would have, I definitely would have been out in these streets. Um, not thoughtin', um, but I would have loosened up and just kind of been like more free. Okay. I'm sure. There gotta be a lot to think about while I was talking about what I've done differently as a parent. Know what I do now. Okay, what's the question again? Know what you know now about being a parent. What would you have done anything differently? Um, I wouldn't take the time back because I feel like I did a lot before I had kids. See, and I feel like I didn't do a lot. Yeah, I feel like I lived my life before I had my kids. I would say. I would not focus on trying to give my kids everything mm. because I think that everything has held me back. So I think me trying to make sure they had everything that I did not have as a child 
hindered me from thinking about all the things that they do. And that is not an issue for me, but like a concern of mine. So while I'm like, oh, I didn't get to do the things that I wanted to do, or I didn't get to be exposed to things I wanted to be exposed to, or I didn't have my own room, or I didn't have my own this, I think that has superseded a lot of things for me. And I think those are the things that I would rethink. Not that I would change anything, but from a perspective of, hey, it's okay if your kids, like, to everybody listening, my son slept in my bedroom, not by choice, but by force, for a year and some change. And then we moved into the house that we are in now, which everyone has their own room. And when that initially happened, I was like, no, my baby needs his own room. And my baby needs this, my baby needs that. But that came from the need that I had to be like, I want him to have his own and I want him to have everything that he wants. Yeah. They don't know. They don't. For the new moms out there, they don't know. So if you can save $20, say that $20 because they don't know. They're not going to remember. They don't care. They just want you. So I think that's the one thing that I would do differently. I would stop trying to put my needs and wants on my kid's situation. Mm-hmm. Like I wouldn't be like, ooh, I got to buy this crib or I got to buy this or they have to have every new outfit or they got to have a different shoe that matches every clothes or they have it just live. Like they don't care what's on their feet. They don't care what's on their body. They don't care what their hair look like. That's all representative of me. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's a byproduct of older generations. Like my mom watched my daughter all week. And when I came home, I was like, why she got a fresh, I'm going out the house outfit on every day. She in the house, mm-hmm. put these sweatpants on in this t-shirt right. and call it a day. But my father who is 79 was like, no, she need on real clothes every day and she need to get her hair done every day and blah, blah, blah. So I think I feel like a lot of notions that I put on myself for my children were a byproduct of older generations. Mm -hmm. And if I did something different and I still do this, like I still, I'm like, y'all ain't going to tell me what I'm going to do with my kids. Like when I wanted to, to April's point earlier, make my kids food, make sure it was organic and whatever. I was very strong in those convictions. I was like, Nope, they not eating nothing but organic food, fruit, food, fruit, meat products. And I did that for both of them, not just for one. Um, but I think that I should have held on to that in regards to other aspects of their life, not just food. Yeah. And also thought about the disciplinarian part of how that goes into. Like, my father is very old school. So his go-to is do what I say, not what I do. Mm-hmm. And I'm more of the do what I do, not what I say. Right. And I think that that causes a conflict between the not conflict between the two of us, but I think it's a different message. And I think that that there are some parents who are confused with the do what I say message Mm -hmm. versus the do what I do message. And I think that there's a very good balance of the two. Like, yeah, you're not going to tell me mommy don't stop talking. Yeah. Because I'm your mama and you're not going to disrespect me. Yeah. And so I think that that message in the past and other generations that have been taught through I'm a poppy in your mouth and I'm gonna do this versus I'm more like, you don't tell mommy what to do. Mommy is your mommy. Mommy is older than you. Mommy will tell you 
blah, right. blah, blah, blah. And at times that shit works and at times and it doesn't. But I think that that's more of an impression because there are times I feel like, and this is going to go deep and maybe left, but at times I feel like being a black American, mm-hmm. slaveholders taught you what to do. Right. Through force. Right. I don't want to teach my kids what to do through force. I want to teach my kids what to do through knowledge and education and me showing them how. So like, I can't be mad that my son wants to play on my phone all the time. If I play on my phone. Yeah. Preach word, everybody hashtag stop being on your phone around your kids. Like I had to really teach myself when I come home, I need to be engaged with my kids. When I'm in the car, if I'm always on my phone, I can't expect my kids to want to do anything else but be on my phone. Yeah. And I have a very strict no phone policy, but, like, I can't expect my kids to do things that I don't show them how to do. So I think that would be the only thing that I would change is to be more cognizant of that fact Mm -hmm. and be more cognizant of it's okay if certain things slide. Like, to your point earlier with the food conversation, like, yeah, I want them to eat organic and all this stuff, but a juice here or there is not going to kill them. Right. Because even though even though Preston has had juice, he always asks for water at home now. So I think that's the big thing that I necessarily wouldn't change, but would change is knowing that there is a balance in everything. Thank you for listening to this week's segment of Shit Shower Question. Thank you for all the friends that I had that submitted questions anonymously to be included Hopefully you'll hear your question. And if you would like to submit a question, please reach out to us at info at shitshowershave.com. Check us out on Twitter and Instagram at shitshowershave. And be sure to like us on SoundCloud, subscribe on iTunes, and pass the info along to your friends. And until next week, take your time to shit shower and shave.